You're listening to the Soggy Bottom Girls podcast, exploring all things on the Great British Baking Show with your hosts, Alison Roche and Lisa Vukmirovic. Hey everyone, I'm Alison. And I'm Lisa. And we are the Soggy Bottom Girls. And you are not going to believe it. I can't believe it. We are sitting in the same room. <laughs> I don't know what that means to other people, but to us. It's strange. It is amazing. This is the first time we've ever podcasted from the ta- same time zone, let alone the same state kitchen same table. table. <laughs> Allison is sitting at my kitchen table. You guys, she surprised me for Christmas and it was the best. And it feels ever. like kind of a cool kickoff to a new year. It does. Yeah. And the ending to this season. Oh, yeah. It's been a long time. And yeah, it's been a really long time <laughs> since we have discussed this season. And we've explained that in our holiday episode. Yes, there's a new version of the holiday episode out now that yes. is a little longer than it was at first. So we encourage you to go back and check it out. Yes, go check it out. I feel like we should sing that song from Annie, Together at Last. Together forever. We're tying a knot. <laughs> they never can sever. I don't remember, I remember the words. Now we're going to get sued by the makers of Annie. I know. We're just giddy with uh, togetherness. Yes. It is a great day. And we also, so if you want to see that reunion, like my super surprise, my whole family kept it a, a secret from me. And um, you want to see that, you can go on our TikTok. Our TikTok is Soggy Bottom Girls. And you can see it right there. And also, we're working on a baguette instructional video. (laughs) 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 We're both extremely um, amateurs at it. So if we can do it, you can do it. Because the bread came out lovely. It came out beautifully. So give it a go, everyone. Check it out. Meanwhile, we'll talk about the final. Finally. Finally, talk about the final. It's taking forever. Oh, just to recap, we're in the season where the final consists of Raul, Kim Kim Joy, Love, Ruby. Those are the final three bakers, and we're down to it. Um, I don't know. We both had to. Shake off some cobwebs. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. And you know what? We actually just watched this together. We've never watched the show together. No, that's right. It's like a whole new thing. It is a whole new thing. I like it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we're going to do it next time. Well, you want to watch a whole nother season tonight? We can binge it. <laughs> I'll get out the coffee and we'll watch next season and do all of the podcasts while you're here. Well, we kind of talked about this a little bit. We're going to try to be a little more mm, concise or less detailed in our descriptions of bakes. Because if you watch the show or watch the episode, you probably don't need the minutia. Right. right. So we'll try to do a little better Some job. things are fun to uh, really talk about, but not, not every detail. No, but we'll probably... Um, I don't know, insert ourselves even more. (laughs) You know what? That's what our fan keeps asking for. (laughs) Tell us more about yourselves, people. So that's what we're going to give you. Give the people what they want. That is it. Give the person what he wants. So to kick things off, um, this was kind of an interesting, interesting because it's different. Not the first challenge. The signature challenge was donuts and... It was kind of par for the course. 
You could have you could have seen this any week, it, not just the, yeah. in the final. Yeah, I think you're right. So I, I think you're right. Um, there were some interesting flavors put forth. I I mean, what stands out to you about any of these dozens of donuts? I guess for me, it was the excess of buttercream that Ro- right was under and the impression he's he needed. Just, he's he said at the beginning of this episode, "I am very, 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 very nervous." <laughs> And so when he's like putting the filling into his filled donuts, mm-hmm. you, it seemed like it was going to kill him to do it. And his hand is shaking and shaking and shaking. And then it just explodes everywhere. He was having a hard time. He I, really was. He definitely seemed um, like raw emotion and nerves mm-hmm. through every challenge. Um, I don't know. And how many times I wish... Well, this could be a good drinking game. Every time Raul says no, <laughs> you could like no to himself, take a shot, and you'd be dead by the end of this. Because he, what does he say? No, 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 no. Yes. So many times. You do. Yeah. So anyway, I just, I was so surprised that I I really thought Kim Joy came out on top in the signature. Mm-hmm. The other two had Agreed. some had some stumbles, you know, too much buttercream for Rahul, a tight texture because his donuts were underproved. And he also he even said that's burnt. That's burnt. Mm-hmm. Um so I I really thought that Kim Joy won the signature even though they never say they won. Right. right. Um because rubies were too sweet too sticky they were underfilled like really underfilled do you like dolce de leche and do you have you do you have any baking experience with that i haven't baked with it but i have made it with um the condensed milk you know it's really just caramel i will say we were at costco like a month ago and they were doing samples of dolce de leche cake and it might have been the best cake i ever ate mm. in my life Why? i don't eat, i don't eat cake very often but and I, it's just not something I go for. I'd rather have a cookie. Sure, sure. But um, we each, Dan and I, had like a little piece of it, and I, mm. I just said, "Oh my god, it's so good, oh. so so good." Because of the sort of caramely, yeah, of it? caramel's my favorite. Mm. You know, so I probably would have liked that. Mm. I would have mm. liked Ruby's Dolce de Leche, mm. but it is a sweet. It's really sweet. Is it similar at all to Trace Leche's cake? I don't know that I've had Dolce de Leche, but I did just Maybe it was Trace Leche's that you do put Dolce de Leche in. You know what? I do not speak the Spanish, uh, the Espanole. I do not do it. (laughs) So maybe it was. I don't remember. I didn't buy the cake. I'll tell you that because I probably would have eaten the whole thing if I had. Well, at for the holidays this year, my son's girlfriend brought a Trace Leche's cake to our Christmas gathering and... I, she said it was from a traditional Mexican bakery and there were more than one people that said it was the best cake they've ever had in their life. There you go. And I, I did try a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I don't know. I'm, I'm spoiled, but I, I thought it was good. It was not the best cake I'd ever had, but it was good. Okay. So I don't know. There you go. That was nice that she brought that. She was very nice. It was shaped like a little a big poinsettia oh lovely yeah and it said feliz navidad oh my goodness (laughs) it's kind of cool so cross-cultural you're not just norwegian so many 
so many things coloring your life with culture. Love it. So anyway, back, can we talk about the technical, please? Let me just say one okay, more thing sorry. about the donuts. No, mm-hmm. not at all. Because I think you had, we had been talking earlier today, and I would like our friends to know that they should seek Raul's Instagram out, I think, particularly. <laughs> this man is an incredible, detailed yes. artist. We know we love Kim Joy. We talk about Kim Joy a lot. We praise yes. Kim Joy. She's got her own, you know, I think more than one book out, honestly. She's got such beautiful technique and everything's lovely and all of her animals and her pipe. Her, her word is whimsical. Yeah. Everything she does is so whimsical. It is. But Raul knows how to pipe and the intricate yes. details he does. I was looking at his donuts and he does two different, he does over the top buttercream. But it's sort of a nod to what I think has come after the show. He really seems to like to focus on that aspect, the detail finishing. I feel that the time constraints given by this show Mm -hmm. have kept him in a box Mm -hmm. that he was really, really chomping to get out of. Mm -hmm. And so, like you said, that was just a taste of things to come. Because if you look at his Instagram you're when you see what he's doing now it's overwhelming it is it's almost overwhelming Mm -hmm. that he he just must put dozens and dozens of hours into every cake and it looks like it seems as though it just absolutely energizes him that he just Mm. loves it the and everything he makes is so incredibly beautiful Mm -hmm. so please go go and look at it Yes. While Kim, like you said, while Kim Joy does whimsy, he just does lush, lush, extravagant, Mm -hmm. over-the-top, beautiful piping. Yes, yes. Colors and textures. In person, you would not want to eat it. You would just want to save it. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now let us move on to the most non-baking. I like what you said, (laughs) like, Felt like a reality TV competition. Really? Like Survivor. Yes. Almost. Yes. Um, Yeah. To bake the campfire pittas. For our American listener, (laughs) it's pita. They were making pita on a campfire, on a slate, some kind of hot slate. Outside when it was somewhat near the 90s. or Yeah, it was almost 90. They have haul everybody outside, give them a basket, have the fire. They each have a campfire. It's already started, but they have to tend the fire. And they're given like coal and wood and a pipe for blowing into (laughs) that. Do you know about that too? No, no. I mean, a bellows I know about, but I don't know about. They're blowing in. They're blowing into the fire with a blow stick. <laughs> I don't know. There must be a word for it. I don't know, but they also are required to make three side dishes, three dipping sauces. Yeah, I, that I, just feels excessive. Yes. And again, not at all baked. It's just they have to roast their vegetables on the fire, but that's not baking and to make these three dipping sauces i don't know i I didn't care for this challenge i didn't care for it at all um 
it, it Too many really jumped the shark. Things. Making a fire is a skill. Right. And if cooking you don't have fire, it. Yeah. Cooking over an open fire. Also a skill that how many home bakers have? I, know I, I, don't. I don't know. I don't know. It was just silly to me. It it was. It was silly. And they got very, very stressed out about it. Mm-hmm. All three of them were incredibly stressed. And they all burn them. Every single one. Yeah. Almost every single pitta had, I'm going to keep saying pitta, um, <laughs> had burn marks on it. And they're trying to scrape it off and break it off. And, oh, it was just hideous. Mm-hmm. Really hideous. Yeah, really hard to watch. Mm-hmm. They were so hot, so stressed. and I'm glad they haven't done anything like that since then. I, I, I'm guessing that that was not termed a success. <laughs> I don't know. It was a bit of a faff. It was a bit of a faff, really. Yes, really. Me too. So Kim Joy won her first technical ever. Yeah, she was happy about that. I probably because she she did see her just fling a burnt. Yeah, she made it again. She made another one. Yeah, yeah, like a teeny one, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't burnt. Yeah. Uh, Let's just say goodbye to that one. Okay. Okay. Goodbye. Moving, moving on to the underwhelming showstopper yes i mean it had it had the potential to be interesting i did like i like how all three of them used shoe buns in yeah. unique ways with different colors that look like boulders i, or I feel like mountain. every time somebody uses an airbrush air it's, it's called airbrushing, right? That yes. spray thing, a, yes. a air spraying gun, whatever. It always looks crappy. The, it, it didn't, I mean, it was supposed to look like rocks. I guess it was just dull. I didn't really care for the way it looked. Well, you said it, said something to the effect of it doesn't look good. And then Prue also was saying, like, this doesn't make me want to eat. Yes, (laughs) Yes, it doesn't feel inviting. Especially that green curd that he made. He he called it sludge. Oh, Oh, dip dip the biscuit in the sludge. Yeah. And they were like, that tastes amazing. But it looked like the slime from You Can't Do That on Television. Do you remember that TV yes. show from when we were kids? Yes. When you said, I, do. I don't know. And it felt, well, it is still a thing on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. At like the Nickelodeon Awards, people get slimed. But that's what the slime used to look like. It was a little more chunky than it is now. Well, if we didn't mention the challenge was to do a landscape. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. I mean, I'd rather see a self portrait, honestly. <laughs> Kim Joy, I thought, has kind of an interesting idea, and she's doing this Lost City of Atlantis, and she's doing gingerbread, but she kind of screws herself a little bit by doing too much ginger. Ginger on ginger. Ginger on ginger, yes. A ginger sticky toffee, or not, sorry, not sticky toffee, sticky ginger cake. Mm -hmm. And then a ginger... Biscuit, biscuit as well. Tiled her Lost City of Atlantis, which basically was just a sketchy looking gingerbread house, yeah. like an open, broken gingerbread house. But that's what she meant to make it look like. Uh, everything was, I think Paul recognizes Raul as having some vertical interest to it. But again, I would, I agree with this sort of landscape dessert, just doesn't sound. No, n- none mean, of the three 
made something that you would have thought, oh, wow, that's so beautiful. Yes, yes. Or that's so interesting to look at. Yes. Everyone had a really messy looking um, final product. And then poor Ruby, like, really burned the crap out of her hand. If you've ever touched hot sugar and she was trying to mold some isomalt into a bowl and Paul later, why isn't, why didn't you make that bowl? Really? You're going to ask her why she didn't make a bowl, but she, she really burnt her hand. I'm sure she had a bad blister on that after. I, uh, back to me, I burnt mm-hmm. myself on a hot glue gun recently and got a horrible <laughs> blister. And I was, I actually thought about sugar work and how it's even hotter. Yeah, it is. It's terrible. It was scary. I was scared. I'm sorry it. that you were scared. <laughs> <laughs> I have burnt myself on sugar. I yeah. Well, what about when making taffy? Have you gotten burnt in that yes. arena? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We cooked that to 252 degrees. Wow. Wow. I was making caramel the other day, and that was cooked to 365. <laughs> That's dangerous. That's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll wow! I mean, seriously, that's dangerous. It was really good. Mm. What did you make it for? To put in a jar so I could eat spoonfuls of it oh. after I eat popcorn. <laughs> I'm going down the salty, yeah. sweet merry-go-round. <laughs> oh, this caramel—you would not believe. Sorry to just talk about myself, but is it a newer version mm-hmm. recipe? Mm-hmm. It's one I tried like a month ago, and to put on ice cream or something. Yeah. I had the boys over. And um, I just have eaten spoonfuls of it. Mm. Sorry, everyone. It's it's just so good. And it's almost foolproof. I haven't messed that up. I mess up caramel all the time. And this is currently my go-to so caramel sauce. A caramel sauce. Mm. You still are using a candy thermometer yes. and checking temperatures? Yes. Okay. You have to do, it's a sugar, water, corn syrup combo at the beginning and that's what you cook to 365 degrees and then you add in butter and heavy cream after that's what you mix in and it looks like you've ruined it when you put it in those cold they're not cold but like room temperature things into that hot mixture you're like, it's all gloppy and terrible and I've ruined it. But you keep stirring it and mm-hmm. it becomes the most silky. Amazing. My mouth wow. is watering thinking about it right now. And I'm not hungry at all. So so if you wanted to make it into a soft caramel candy, for mm-hmm. instance, you would just go further I with it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about science. You know what? I was talking to my kids the other day and said, I wish that I knew more about the science Yeah, because I was never good at science in, in school. Mm-hmm. And so I wouldn't have pursued that. But when, like when we were in college, food science, or at least at the dinky college we went to, food science wasn't a thing. Sure. And I would love to know what the temperatures mean or what does it mean when you put this with that and right. molecularly the reactions that have mm-hmm. to occur mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so psyched when I'm making caramel corn. Do you ever make caramel corn? No. And um, you make the hot syrup and then you put in just a teensy weensy bit of uh, baking soda at the end. 
and it all bubbles up and it's white and it looks like a mad scientist thing. It's amazing. Well, is that sort of what happens with honeycomb as well? I think you make so. honeycomb? Yeah, I would like to make, I don't think I would like to eat it, but I would like to make some honeycomb because I think it's so pretty. Yeah. I don't know. Have we ever even talked about on on the podcast your popcorn love and your family's popcorn culture and <laughs> my popcorn culture? <laughs> yeah, we do have popcorn culture. I do have a popcorn culture. Yeah, we eat a lot of popcorn here at my house. So, okay. do you make caramel popcorn? Over caramel corn for like special occasions, you know, a Super Bowl party or. But if okay. I kept it around here, I'd eat the whole thing. Mm. You add a little salt to it at the end, though. Mm. Yeah, salted caramel is another honestly feels like a sciencey thing because I never heard the word salted caramel as a kid. Everybody's salty sweet now. Yes, Mm -hmm. everybody is salty sweet. Hmm. My favorite popcorn, I wouldn't, I guess I can't say favorite, but the most amazing popcorn combination if you go to chicago mm-hmm. and chicago's kind of in the middle for allison and i because she's yeah. in wisconsin and i'm in indiana um there's a place downtown called garrett's and they there's a line around the block sometimes to get their popcorn and it's freshly made you can watch them make it and they're tossing it in like those big tosser drums you know like they're open on the inside or mm-hmm. open on the out you know what i mean yes drums and they make a cheese and caramel combination that is so the the balance of salty sweet and I guess I should say savory and sweet because it's not just salt. The cheese is so cheesy mm. and the caramel is so good. It will make you sick. Like after <laughs> like three or four handfuls, it's just so rich and heavy. It's amazing. If you've tried it, friends, chime in because, oh my gosh, Garrett's cheese and caramel. They call Chicago style popcorn. Like if you go to Costco, there will be a knockoff bag of Chicago style. And it's just caramel corn and cheese corn. It's not the same. It's not the same as Garrett's. Does Garrett's do tons of different flavors? You know what? I don't know. I feel like it's the three plain cheese and caramel, but it's been forever since I've been there. And you don't like kettle corn, no, right? I'll eat it, but it's not my favorite. It's too sweet. A little too sweet. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Boy, we went down a rabbit hole on caramel there, didn't we? But I like it. <laughs> I, I like it. Um, well, we'll have to talk about the caramel sauce again. Okay. Um. So the showstoppers, honestly, you know, everybody had... Kim Joy didn't do enough diversity in flavor. Ruby has some bitter elements because if she's burned things. She burned her caramel. Sorry, we're just going to keep caramel, 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 chameleon. Do you do that song? We don't. Mm. I love that song. It's one of my favorite 80s songs. I really like I'll Tumble for you. That's a good one, too. If we're talking. But she burned her, her, um, her attaching caramel. She was using it to adhere the shoe to whatever the mm-hmm. pile that she was making. Mm-hmm. And she said, it's, it's, it's burnt, but I'm still using it. Yeah. And that made everything better. Easier than making it again. But. She did that. And then Raul, I mean, they, they did like a lot of it. Uh, again, Prue basically said it wasn't 
making her mouth water, but you know, it didn't matter in the end because Raul was the winner. He was the winner. And we knew that of course, going into it, because this show is from 2015. And as we were watching it, it was nice to have Allison there for once to go, how is Kim Joy losing? Mm -hmm. How did she lose this? Yeah. Because, and anybody who listens to our podcast knows that Kim Joy is, she's my girl. I just love her so much. Um, But she was tops in the signature and she won the technical. technical. And I just don't, I really don't feel that Raul's was good enough to beat her having put all the three challenges together. I really don't. Agreed. Not that I don't think Raul, you know, he's a sweet winner. He's so humble. But I I really think she deserved to win. I really do. I'm with you. So I'm with you. It is it's a controversy. It's a controversy. Mm-hmm. Host show. You know, I think Raul remains a quote amateur baker. Mm-hmm. And so he hasn't stood out. I don't believe that he has a book. I don't believe that he has done a ton. I think he just does it still for like himself. Like an Insta and for his friends. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting that Kim Joy feels like she was the winner because I feel as though she's out there in mm-hmm. the world more and has She's got a few books. books and, yeah. and she she's very, very active on social media. I love her Instagram. Mm-hmm. She's got some really cute TikToks where does she... she- she gives like a minute or so of sped up mm-hmm. processes and stuff. And I just, I think she's got a lovely personality for, um, for the public, I mm-hmm. guess. And like she said, I'm always living in my own fantasy world. So why not? Yeah. Why not just put that here on these donuts? And um, yeah, I'm in, I'm, I'm all in with Kim Joy. I will Ditto. stay with her. Kim Joy, come on a... the podcast. We love you. Oh my gosh. Yes, please. Stay, she must have some sense of um, enjoying American culture since she just recently was married in Las Vegas. Okay. Here, so And Raul got married too. That's right. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, should we talk about, I know we don't have very much time. But should we talk about our Bake with a Legend experience? Yeah. Both Allison and I, and this was back when we were more active in podcasting before all of our tragedy in our lives, um, said before the end of the year, we wanted to participate in a Bake with a Legend. And if you don't know what that is, go Google it. You can um, have a class with one of the uh, contestants from the the Bake Off. Mm -hmm. And it's... um, moderated by some cute British guy. I don't know who he is, but he's adorable. Mm -hmm. And you know that you can, you can bake right along with them or you can just watch and learn a new recipe. And so we recently did one with our really good friend, Mm -hmm. Ian Cumming, who is, um, he's been on our podcast a couple of times and he taught us how to make amaretti. Mm -hmm. And we might do that while Allison's here visiting me. It was an interesting experience. And of course, if you love Bake Off like we do, there's a huge long list of bakers from many different seasons that participate in it. I think it's, they actually offer free classes from time to time. Mm -hmm. And it's also reasonable. I believe it's right around $50. Yeah, whatever the exchange rate is. I think it's like 35, 40 uh, pounds. 
Right. Yeah. And if you've lived through COVID, you probably learned how to Zoom Mm -hmm. and it's right on Zoom. And I thought it was, I thought it was funny and fun. Um, You can do whatever you want because no one's looking at you. It's just all, um, you know, you're watching the baker and Ian happened to be in his his own house, which is adorable. He pulled out his chocolate well and um it was just there's his daughter in the background and you know he's using his mixer and i i think that's kind of fun for us to get a glimpse of their lives i've watched howard as well Mm -hmm. he's adorable in Mm -hmm. his own little house i liked in this class because it was on christmas eve that um they said uh oh we're gonna try to find a very festive kitchen and I was like please be Lisa's please be Lisa's Lisa's." (laughs) snowman I don't have a good festive kitchen (laughs) I have a snowman cookie jar that's all it was a nice fun experience and I definitely would recommend it and if you have a favorite baker for sure um you know Ian we were already already friends with Ian so Mm -hmm. and and even if you don't want to do if you don't want to pay for a class or you're not sure um, subscribe to yeah. getting their emails and then they'll let you know when they do free ones. And Absolutely. it's really fun, really fun to do. And it was fun to be talking to Allison while we were, while we were it watching was. our good friend Ian. Yes. So there you go. Mm-hmm. And that season is finally, finally finished. We are calling quits to that. And we just would like to say, uh, Happy New Year to all of our listeners. And until next year, also called next week. Next week is next year. (laughs) We are all done. And dusted. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to the Soggy Bottom Girls podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Soggy Bottom Girls. Or connect with us at SoggyBottomGirls.com. And may all your bakes be worthy of a Hollywood handshake.